Well, you let's see. Zach Eflin is a Tampa Bay Ray and now a handsomely paid one as well. Yes, and we're here to tell you why you should be excited about him pitching for the Rays starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. Be sure to check us out on all podcasting platforms and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also email us anytime with a mailbag question, comment, or hot take, voice memos as well, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, Zach Elflin, uh, we didn't have a chance to talk about this late last week, but uh, we've got a full episode dedicated to it. Three years, $40 million for the 28-year-old from Orlando, Ulysses. What were your initial reactions when this maneuver came down the pipeline? I'll be honest. The first thing I, I thought about was, damn, that's a lot of money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's number one. Number two, I said, again, I'm not poo-pooing the move, people. I'm not poo-pooing the move. I'm just giving you my first reactions. Then my second reaction was, damn, I wanted some offense. I understand this move does not preclude them, does not mean that they're not going to get offense, but because it's the thing that we most desperately need to see in this offseason is to get some offense, that was my first thought. That's a lot of money. Damn, I wish the move was offense. But then my third, after doing some research on on, on Mr. Eflin, this seems like a move, a very Raysian move that we're going to be talking about for the whole season and for the next couple years, if everything goes well, that uh, they really nailed it. I think think this, this is how it's going to be. Yeah, it's really interesting because I probably wouldn't have expected going into the offseason that Eflin would command this amount of money, but it certainly pays nowadays to be a starting pitcher in free agency. Of course, you have uh, the numbers that the likes of Jacob deGrom is getting, but even guys like Tyler Anderson – Robert Suarez, Rafael Montero, and even go down into the relievers getting two-year, $18 million, $20 million deals, which is what Chris Martin got from the Boston Red Sox. So, um, yeah, if you're a Rays fan, you you should be, at the very least, excited that, again, they're spending money. They're uh, going out, and it's not uh, cheap old Rays anymore. Look, they're never going to be the, the Mets or the Yankees. Uh, or the Red Sox or some of these other teams in terms of spending. But you have to appreciate that they're going out and trying to make improvements here or there. Um, I mean, again, a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago, even if you said to me, hey, the Rays are going after and getting a veteran starting pitcher, I would have said, okay, they're going to sign one for one year, $8 million, $10 million, $12 million, something along those lines, like they uh, have done the last couple of years. Um, second of all, if you said, Hey, the Rays are going to spend $40 million across three years for X, I wouldn't 
probably have expected it to be Zach Eflin. I would have probably expected it to be Michael Brantley or Conforto or Nimmo or something uh, on the offensive side of the ball. But again, it's still a very long off season. So uh, I'm sure that the, the Rays have things in the works uh, on that end. We will get into uh, Zach Eflin and what uh, he could and, and should very well bring to the Rays. But first, we have to tell you about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. It is all covered at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts like ours, you can also find those at BetOnline as well. BetOnline, it is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head over to their website today or use your more BetOnline where the game starts. Now, Zach Eflin, uh, across his career uh, with the Phillies, 36 and 45 record, 449 ERA over seven seasons. Uh, something tells me that uh, the Rays see something under the hood that they can target and uh, work with to make him a much more dominant pitcher than what he's been with the Phillies up to this point. I think so. I think there's always something that the Rays know, especially about pitchers, uh, that they can maybe tweak or, like you said, under under the hood. But I don't even think that you have to go that deep uh, because I think this – he's a good sign if he's able to replicate what he did last year. If, if he's able to do that production again, you, you win out. But this is a terrific signing, and it will be even a better one if the Rays are able to do their their little tweaks that they that, that they they can do and, and unlock them even further. But I I did a little comparison, and and I think we should walk through it together. Are you ready? Uh, are you ready to to do this comparison with me, Kevin? Sure. So last year, uh, Mr. Ryan Yarbrough pitched eighty innings for the Rays. Um, if you compare that to Zach Eflin, that was 75 and two thirds K per nine. Zach Eflin is better. 773 to 686, uh, walks per nine. Zach Eflin is better. 1.78 to 2.48 home runs per nine. Zach Eflin is better. 0.95 to 1.35. Um, the ground ball rate, he's better. 44.5% to 37.9%. Um, the ERA, he's better, 404 to 450. Um, the FIP, uh, he's better, 356 to 478. My point with this is very simple. Ryan Yarbrough is no longer with the race. If you are able, you need that production, that Ryan Yarbrough production of 80 innings, somebody needs to come up and step up. They don't yeah. want to put that into a Josh Fleming or even a Tosh Bradley um, like they did last year with shipping Austin Meadows. And they were like, yeah, Josh Lowe, you're going to be our guy. They don't want to do that. They're, they, they're want, they want an established veteran to be able to give that production even better. And that's why they're paying $11 million, at least for the first two years to Zach Eflin. is because they think that Zach Eflin is not only going to be better than, than Yarbrough, but that they can even possibly unlock him even further so if he's able to just do 2022 numbers he's already a better bulk and better fifth 
uh, rotation type of guy than Ryan Yarbrough was. So that's already an improvement yeah. if he just does 2022. If you add the Rays magic sauce, that could even be better. And I would hope that he's provides a lot more than what he did last season because, again, the Rays, he's now going to be the highest paid player as of today per AAV in 2023. So he better give more than 75 innings in a four ERA. But I think the first thing that is a um, already a, a benefit of him not wearing a Phillies uniform is that he's going to be better because the defense is not right. as hot in Philadelphia as it is with uh, the Rays. So that should already be a bump. And it again, Rays magic sauce, that should also be another bump. And um, just with the Rays production of last year, you're basically some planting Zach for Ryan. And again, that's also a step up. So I think all of the good things that you would expect are here uh, in, in this deal. If so, l- let's just do kind of a, a projection forward. So per year, Elfland has averaged 19 starts, 106 innings in the ERA of 416. If he gave you those same exact metrics, in 2023, 2024, and 2025 for the Rays, would you be satisfied with that as a Rays fan? No, I would be underwhelmed. Okay. Yeah, I, but what's funny is that that line, that's about worth nowadays 10 to $12 million per season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's where we fall. We're like, oh, that should cost like six, seven million. No, that's not where we are at all in this baseball economy. $11 million is probably what gives you that. I know people still think, you know, one win should equal about $8 million. I get that. It's, I don't think it's, it's going off that anymore. Uh, he was a 1.4 F4 guy last year. He's getting paid 11 mil. So um, maybe actually it is around that, isn't it? Yeah. So maybe, maybe yeah. so 12, 11. Um, I don't know. I think ultimately it, that would be underwhelming if he goes. But again, we're not talking about the the, the improvement in defense, the fact that the Tropicana uh, field is a much better pitcher-friendly stadium than Citizens Bank Park, and also the race just know how to deal with pitchers. So those are three yes. very big factors that should equal Zach Eflin being better than those career numbers that you said. Yeah. And again, he's not going to strike out a ton of guys, but he's also not going to walk guys and he's not going to give up hard contact either. So, uh, he does have a lot of appeal, uh, and, and just his, his build too, at six foot six, 220 pounds and his delivery gets a lot of extension and the, the repertoire. I mean, you, I don't know exactly what the rays are going to hone in on with him, but, uh, he has no shortage of, of offerings between the fastball, the curve, the cutter, the changeup in the slider. But at the end of the day, what this does is it lengthens the rotation or the projected rotation for the Rays. which again, we can never just assume that these five or six guys are going to stay healthy for the entirety of 2023, but it certainly helps to add a guy of Zach's caliber to a rotation because now you have McClanahan, you have Rasmussen, you have glass. Now you have Springs, you have Elflin, you know, and, and I don't even know how they're and then after that, Torino's, and you can keep going down the line if you want between Patino, uh, Patino, Fleming, and and Taj Bradley even. But man, that 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 one through five, I I would have I would be hard pressed to to look around the league and 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 find one better as of today. 
I don't think you're wrong. I mean, obviously, the, the big markets are always going to say no, that's not going to be found in Tampa Bay. But uh, with our Tampa Bay rose colored glasses here, I, 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 it's putting that bias aside for a little bit. It's tough to find a one through five where you're like, this guy could could be really good. Now, how are they going to use Zach Eflin? Are they going to put a you know an opener in front of him? Are they just going to use him three four? Are they just going to say, hey, look, just be as healthy as you can, give us five and dive? We don't yeah. know. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see how they they kind of manage his workload because he does have a little bit of a. Um, an injured past the the injury, especially with the knees, that it's it hasn't been a uh, a clean bill of health uh, for him in in his major league career. And from what I kind of scoured the internet from Phillies fans, is that he's a terrific guy. Everybody loves him. He's a clubhouse guy, but uh, they would not have put as much money and years into a guy that has so many health concerns. So right. If you if you want to see a negative because you you want to and you're that type of person, then hey, that's the negative. The health has not been there 100 percent all the time. Yeah, and on the flip side, I guess if you're a pitcher, you'd rather have knee issues than arm, shoulder, elbow, wrist issues, uh, as far as that's concerned. And as to how the Rays will or can utilize them, I think they could get very creative depending on uh, how the other guys around him step up. I think absolutely traditional. It's right. Really uh, run around with all of that. If you wanted to, it looks like we've lost our connection there. I don't know if, uh, if you still good. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if, um, if, uh, Stu Sternberg was uh, cutting us off there. Um, yeah, so no, it's, it's look, it's, it's probably not big picture. It's probably not, um, as flashy of a name as you would expect for the cost, but, uh, you know, you should feel more comfortable at that, that it's the Rays making this move as opposed to, Hey, the Royals went out and signed Zach Elflin. Well, you know, the Red Sox were in pursuit of Zach Eflin as well, and they gave him the same offer, but it was because the Rays have the advantage of, you know, he's an Orlando kid, so he's got some family there. So the proximity of of being there actually won them Zach Eflin over the Boston Red Sox, which, you know, again, scouring the the anti-social media, it was very fun to, to hear uh, Red Sox fans uh, say, we're losing people to Tampa, the, to the Rays. Are we freaking kidding me? That was nice to, to read. I, I am that kind of yeah. person and I hey. feed off that energy. So whatever. I mean, uh, the, the Rays are, I think in a better situation than the Red Sox. And also uh, you talk about a guy getting that amount of money, no state income tax is also uh, a nice uh, feather in the cap for choosing Florida as opposed to Massachusetts. We got more to talk about with uh, this signing, Ulysses, but first we have to tell the audience about something called Simply Safe. Well, if we've been talking about Simply Safe for a while now, so people know that Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report for a third year in a row. And you also know that Simply Safe has 
24-7 professional monitoring agents that use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get higher priority police response. So today, do not miss your chance to save big on our favorite security system. Get 40% of any new system at simplysafe.com slash lockedonmlb today. Do that today. Again, I'll say it again. Simplysafe.com slash lockedonmlb. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Question. So with the Rays making this move, they do need to drop somebody off the 40 man. Or something has to be done about the 40-man. Is it going to be... Who who gets dropped is my question. Is it going to be Calvin Fauché? Is it going to be Colin Fauché? Is it going to be Josh Fleming? Is it going to be Luke Rayleigh? Like, do you have a guesstimate as to uh, who gets uh, the deuces? That's a good question, man. That's a good question. Um... Oof. I, I mean, I, mean, I first I thought to, it'd have to be a reliever, right? I, that's, that, that's where my mind is going to, and my mind is going to go with a righty. And so, you know, stop trying to make Fauche happen. Um, thank you. I did make that meme and I'm very proud of it. Um, yeah. I would, I would have to maybe just put Callum Fauche on that chopping block. Um, but you know, he does have nice qualities about calvin i think he was horribly misused the guy was given yeah. like every high leverage situation in his first 10 major league appearances like he was like a seasoned veteran catcher's like yep go get him calvin and calvin's like what um right but again it's a business man you you you, you get dfa you get released i mean it's unfortunate but i i think he might be the guy to 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 chop it because everybody else i know I know people might want to look at, you know, Colin Poche perhaps um, because of the injury and maybe right. he wasn't so good in, after the, the, the all-star game. But I'm going with handedness over that. I'm going righty for righty instead of a righty for a lefty. I think uh, if I had to guess, either Calvin Poche or Sean Armstrong. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. I I would I would rather not see Sean Armstrong go than Calvin Fauche. I'll say that the Rays are evidently it. trying to shop him. Yes, but I I mean perhaps by the, the time that we do our combined uh, player review of, yeah. of Sean Armstrong uh, on Friday's episode, maybe he's no longer with the team. But I I will make my point of why Sean Armstrong. Should be a ray in 2023. Then I like it that there's a little teaser for later on this week. I'm um, getting to some listener comments on this signing. Uh, again, largest free agent signing in franchise uh, franchise history. More than Charlie Morton. More than uh, somebody named Greg Vaughn. More than somebody named Wilson Alvarez. So uh, that that's that's going to be a a great trivia question. You know, ten years from now, uh, you know who who's uh, which guy got the the largest contract in free agency uh, by the race? Um, all right. Ty McCann says, uh, feels like Kluber 2.0, a software upgrade. Jake Stoke says, big deal. 
I think he means that in a good way. Now get Bell and Nimmo and or Conforto. Joe Clark says, I'm up in the air with this one. We need bats from the left side, and hopefully we get some. Interested to see if he starts or comes out of the pin. Joshua Garner says, I'm happy. Now tell me we're signing Josh Bell, please. Uh, Hill 23 on Twitter says, great pickup. Rays are showing they are serious this offseason. Now we need some bats. Mancini, Drury. Brantley, uh, David Lopez, man, we got a lot of comments here. Um, just a couple more, uh, David Lopez. A lot of fans are down on signing this, assuming this is the big acquisition of the winner. It's December 1st, lots of time to make more deals. Uh, Tracy Davis says, can't wait for him to have the best pitching coach in the game and get Snydered high ceiling pickup with the defense behind him. Now get me Conforto. And then Brian Kim says, uh, well, not going to read that one. Um, I'm just scrolling through these here. Bear with me. Um, John says, uh, very intrigued by it. Always have to trust the front office when it comes to pitching. They'll probably teach him the Rasmussen cutter. So there we go with uh, some of the comments. A lot of people obviously, uh, had, uh, had things to say about this uh, deal for the Rays. Did someone that one that you skipped, did they drop an F bomb or an S bomb or something? I don't know. I was, Hey, I was ripping and reading basically. So, okay, um, that's I'm, fair. I'm sure there was, I'm, um, I'm, just the barometer from all of those comments is kind of like my, my three stages of yeah. that. I mentioned in the first segment it's wow. That's a lot of money. Damn. I thought I, I really wish we would have gotten a, a news about offense help. And third, he's going to be really good, right? He's going to yeah. be great. I agree. You don't yeah. – I've said this to you multiple times, not only on this podcast but off camera. I don't care if they bring an extraterrestrial being that has never had any sort of knowledge of what sports are and they put him in a Tampa Bay Rays organization and they go like, hey, we're going to make you a pitcher. E.T. is going to throw a nasty 93-mile-an-hour slider in a 99-mile-an-hour sinker, and he's going to yeah. work out beautifully. I don't care who they bring as an arm. It'll work out, people. It'll work yeah. out. And I think most race fans feel that way, but I think there's still some pockets and, and sectors yeah. where they're still like, well, I don't know about this one. Look, and you should be, again, for years, all we do is poo-poo the raise for not spending money, for not going out there and making a big acquisition. Again, there's bigger acquisitions out there. It, this certainly isn't uh, on the front pages of the New York Post or anything like that. But um, it's whether it's Tyler Glass now or Brooks Rayleigh, whether it's Manny Margot or Chris Archer or Corey Kluber or Wander Franco, they're spending money, which again has yes. to be appreciated. And uh, there's nothing that says that the, the Rays can't, you know, use Eflin for a year, year and a half, and then depending on how he's doing, ship him off for something just as good or better, or you know, whatever they can do to supplement and improve their team going forward. So I have no qualms about the move at all. Um, again, a little bit surprised by the the money and the years and that it wasn't, I guess, maybe a bat first, but it's still early. It is still yeah. very early. And I'm sure that that will all be coming in time. And let's also remember, I mean, good pitching is also part of the equation 
to win games. You, you, you're able to keep uh, the scores low. Uh, that means you don't have to bring in or, or rely upon as much offense. You don't, you don't need to rely upon 5.2 runs per game. Maybe you can get away with 4.1 runs per game if it comes down to that. And it, again, if he just does the 2022 production, he's going to keep you in more games in those 80 innings that Yarbrough did. So that's already an improvement. And if you can actually get more innings than 80 than, than he did last year, and you can actually even fix them or you know unlock them further, and he gets to be in Tropicana Field, which is a pitcher's park, and you get the defense, this should be a this should be a win. This is going to be a win. Put it out there in the ether. And now hopefully, hopefully soonish, more than later, we do get that news of yeah. some offensive help. Over under. Over the life of this three-year deal, whether it's with the Rays, a combination of with the Rays and another team or two, does he is his output over or under 350 innings cumulatively? For three years. So the one that he gets paid 11, the next one he gets paid 11, and then 18 mil. So you're saying on those three years, 350. So that would be what, 110, 120... 120, 120, 110. About 117 yeah. innings per year on average. Let's okay. let's say so yes. He, yeah. Okay. Let, let's hope yes. Yeah. Let's hope. Uh, let's yes, hope as yes. Far as yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, there it is. Uh, welcome, uh, Zach, into a Rays uniform. Uh, expect exciting stuff from him this upcoming season. Uh, thank you for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown Sports Today podcast that is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.